It's Whose Pick Is It Anyway, episode 41. Al Marolt is on the line. We also have guest James Newton. Fellas, how are we doing? Al, how are you? Drew, I'm not very good. No. I am – no, I'm in a absolute battle in fantasy football. It's a little bit of a win-and-in situation, and I need Lamar to not go off, and he's currently going off. So, uh-huh. not good. The elusive – My night is dependent on, on Lamar night. Jackson. Yeah, my night is going to be dependent on Lamar Jackson's success. So – What's the uh, – what are your two options? Let's say you – let's say if, he puts up 27 on your ass. What's what If he doing? puts up 27, I'm out of the playoffs. If he scores less than 27, I make the playoffs. Celebrating? Oh, I'll be celebrating. That's good. That's good. As you should. As you should. Probably, drink, probably drinking either way, drinking, if we're being yeah. honest. But yeah. And, yeah. Uh, as as, as I will. As you will. As mentioned, our guest, James Newton, Nudie. Um, James, how are you? I am doing great, you know, uh, back to his little fantasy football thought there. I threw in some money on some FanDuel tonight, and I thought Des oh, yeah. Bryant was going to be my sneaky little uh, pick there, but man got bit, got the COVID, and <laughs> he's got the woo now I'm not going to place, and I just lost 12 bucks, but win some, oh. you lose some. And that's the lose first money. thing, that's the first thing Des Bryant's caught in, like, five years <laughs> yeah you just never know when they're just gonna sneak up and be the guy for you but tonight not the yeah night. josh josh gordon is good for one game every two years because that's the one that he gets before he gets suspended again that's all you need to get lucky <laughs> there's talent there well um for those that don't know james james and i went to high school together if you do know him you know his personality so we are excited about this episode quite the character he is and uh, of course we have a draft on hand and then what are we doing out here at the end but, Al, we talked about it last episode. We're going to continue with the Christmas theme here. I think we got Have to. this episode and two more before we're at uh, Christmas. Um, tis the season. Tis the season, yeah. Don't say – this, this is a quick a quick one minute. What are we doing out here? I know Fucking going cool out like it. Xmas. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> That's where I thought you were going, but I like that. Yeah, you lazy sacks of shit. Spell it out. Yeah, I know. What were, yeah, where did, did you, you think I was it? going with that? We were doing the holidays thing. Oh, happy holidays versus Mary. I thought we were going down that rabbit oh, hole. Well, that's that's another thing. I mean, yeah, I understand why schools say they can't do that, but it, um, <laughs> it ain't. But, but, but the Exodus thing, I, I guess typing it out if you must, but saying it, dude. Oh, fuck brutal. You. <laughs> Like, like, I don't, I, here's, here's my problem with that. And this has now turned into a longer, what are we doing out here? But here's my problem is like, I don't look at a road crossing sign and be like road X. You know what I mean? Like, like you read it. It's like crossing this. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's just like, well, I'm actually going to start saying like Mary crossing miss. Oh, I, oh, I was wrong. That's not a street sign in front of it. Fuck. Oh, my bad. <laughs> Well, I think there's like a huge, I guess I'm just thinking of like the X, right? Cause it's like a cross. Is that why we're doing that? Is that the, is that the X? Is that where that comes from? Oh, some lazy piece of shit wanted to, yeah, probably something like that. <laughs> the cross wasn't on its side. Like he was up there. It was vertical. No, he was carrying it on his shoulder. So tech kind is of that why <laughs> it was angled? It did look like an X. I like shit, that point of view, Andrew. Point. That's a good, that's a really good point. All Didn't right, know done. we were going biblical tonight, but here we are. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're done with that. Uh, okay. So the draft, the draft tonight, 
is going to be, it's going to be James and I drafting. We're going to be drafting the worst family feud team we can think of from Christmas movie characters. So for those of you who haven't seen family feud, get it together, right? Yeah, I mean, you got to know what that is. It's comical. Steve Harvey is hilarious in that. But uh, what they do is it's more or less just a trivia game show. And there's two teams, teams of five, four, whatever, but it's normally a family of one on one side, family on the other. And it's just a trivia game show. So when you think about this, having the worst team or trying to draft the dumbest people. Yeah. Um, another thing I want to add, Steve Harvey's kind of like a horn dog, isn't he? Yeah. Or is it usually the guests that? No, are? it's Maybe the guests. Maybe guest. it's the guests. Guest. I'll say this. If the you guests watch... love playing with him. Yeah. Yeah, you... yeah, yeah. You're right. If you watch like best of Steve Harvey moments, nobody is better at, I mean, cause that show, you don't know what people are going to say for the most part, I'd assume. Right. Right. So like his improvisation of just like when somebody, when the guy was just like, make a grandma. And he didn't say, <laughs> Steve Harvey didn't say a word for two minutes. It was like, Everybody needs to let that sink in. What that guy just fucking said. No, dude, there's it's it's a great show for preposterous statements. Yeah. Oh gosh, yeah. And it is I mean he's the perfect he's the perfect guy to play it off to because like I feel like Family Feud is just like a common sense thing. If you don't have common sense for a lot of the things in it, like you're just not gonna do well. And the one that comes back to me is the uh, name of uh person or a man that's name starts with the letter h she buzzed it and said jose <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> what? Some, some guy some guy was like uh uh, uh a reptile that starts or like a, an exotic animal that start that's three letters or four letters and he just like crocodile <laughs> like, it's no. like it's just people panicking right panicking like, yeah like, absolutely totally can't handle the moment and they just like <laughs> Word vomit everywhere. It's awesome. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Steve Harvey, hell of a dick broom, too. <laughs> uh-huh. Yep. Uh-huh. All right. Okay. So let's get in the draft. Al's going to facilitate. So uh, as we just explained what Family Feud is, I think you'll understand, um, however these picks turn out, why why James – I got my list. We'll see what James comes up with. Hopefully, we don't select each other's. All right. Um, so we'll go James' first pick. Or yeah. Andrew first pick. Yes. We'll go James first pick. He's our guest. Uh, I did lose last week, by the way, which goes perfectly for my tanking strategy. So James will go first. Snake draft, as always. James, who is your first pick for yeah, bad, with, bad uh, Christmas movie family feud? Yeah, first overall pick. I'm going to go with uh, maybe you don't know him by this name, but it's uh, Marv Merchant. He was one of the burglars from Home Alone. I mean <laughs> – the way that guy just gets dummied throughout the whole movie. I mean, again, going back to the common sense, you just don't have any goddamn common sense if you're getting beat up by a six-year-old. So I feel like that should be a uh, pretty solid first overall pick. I love it. I love it. Nobody nobody gets rope doped like Marv. That's live. That's just live bait for Steve Harvey, dude. You're so right, James. This is an excellent pick for first overall because this guy, yeah, like he he couldn't even handle like a six year old kid. You you try to throw a curveball at that guy, <laughs> big swing and miss. Yeah, dude. Okay, there, I have two things to add. Did you know his name was Marv Merchant, or did you look that up? Not at all. 
I 100% had to look that up. I mean, I was basically just going to call them Dumb and Dumber, but I had no idea what their real names were. So I just looked up burglars from Home Alone. (laughs) Oh, okay. So I knew it was Marv and Harry. Um, I knew Marv. I didn't know. Yeah, I didn't didn't know which one was which. I didn't know his last name was just Merchant. And I'm trying to think, when would you know that in the show? Like when they show their prison pictures, maybe? Maybe, but I still don't even know. There's no other point where it would come out that way. Dude, it's I think kind it's of one of those things movies. where they just made it up. Yeah, in okay. movies they're just like, "What's the character's name?" Like Marv, and then they just like, "What?" They just like add his last name on IMDb or some shit. Like they yeah, just make yeah, it up. Yeah. Probably like after the movie's even released. <laughs> yeah, hey, we forgot a last name for this guy. Um, my second point though, and why I agree with this pick, is as a I I don't know if there's a true unanimous number one here. We can talk about this after, but um. There's a scene in Home Alone 2, I just watched it, when Harry, the little guy, bald guy, is just like, what are people going to, or what, what's nobody going to rob on Christmas Eve? And Mark just like, candy store. <laughs> and Harry's like, <laughs> Harry goes, no, toy store. I mean, that's, that's a family feud type question. <laughs> yeah. right? I need an immediate yeah. response. <laughs> he's just wrong. Yeah. Yeah, you have, you have video proof of him sucking at it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Harry, uh, Harry's last name too. Just a little side note is Lime. I don't. Again, they, these are just names that they must have just Harry Lime threw in there. Lime. L I M E. L I M E. That's a bad. That's a bad attempt at someone trying to be funny, guy. That's a. That's yeah. a prison Could you imagine if a Lime was Harry? <laughs> Shut up. God damn it. Uh, Al, unanimous number one here. Um, look, I don't, I don't think there's a unanimous number one in this, in this no. draft. Well, definitely, it's it's, it's, it's kind of like the NBA draft this year. It's like, yeah, I don't know, Wolves got the pick sweet. No one really gives a shit. It's a, yeah. it's just kind of, there's no LeBron James in this draft. Yeah. Um, well, I so guess, Bill Clinton's still on top. Yeah. Yeah. We, we've gotten away from that a little bit. We need to get back on that. On that. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, we do. Um, all right. Mark Merchant, first overall pick drew. Snake draft, you get two picks. You okay, got? so so I'm going to go with actually my first overall is who I thought maybe was going to be off the board first. But this is – between Marv and, and this guy, It's I think it's one and two, and it's Cousin Eddie from Christmas Vacation. Mm. There's just yep. – <laughs> there's, there's way too much stupidity. And, and, and the problem with Cousin Eddie is he's never not going to have an answer but it's never going to be right. Right. Like he, he's always buzzing in first. Like I got this one and it's going to be wrong. hundred percent wrong every time. No, that's a, that's a good pick. Uh, shitters full. Cousin Eddie, dude, this guy though, like he might, if we did a draft of wild cards, he'd go in that pretty high as well, dude. This guy can't be trusted. No, he kidnapped somebody. (laughs) (laughs) Him on on Family Feud. Actually, Family Feud, if they could bring him out every Christmas, you'd have all-time views Mm -hmm. on on Family Feud just for Cousin Eddie just to see what the hell this guy's going to say. I love that pick. All-time movie character, really. I, I agree. Christmas Vacation, to me, is a movie that you can watch any time of the year. And it's fun. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, yes. hundred percent. But yeah. So, so cousin Eddie's my one. They, again, just, there's way too much stupidity and w- there's too much confidence for how small his brain is. So he's, oh, yeah. he's going to I be love getting... that though. That's like one of my favorite things in the world is like when people like that just act like they got it and they don't. <laughs> yeah. 
like my favorite my favorite scene is when he's just like walking the guy up the driveway after he kidnapped him and just kicks him in the ass (laughs) 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 he's just so confident ridiculous he's got like always has a master plan yeah yeah yeah. all right so then back-to-back snake draft here um of course of course my second pick here Al, this is gonna go. This is gonna go on your point about IMBD, just not like just throwing in names. Uh, looking this up right now, I'm going with Know It All from Polar Express. Now, if you don't know who Know Know It All is, he, uh, like Polar Express, I'm looking on IM. They don't have names in that movie, uh, dude. Really. Like, Dude, if um, you go on IMBD right now, the, the main character's name, the boy whose dream it is, his name is Hero Boy. And then the girl, second on the list, is Hero Girl. This kid, Mr. It's Know It All, and it's the nerdy kid. All right, I'll, I'll play it. Like, he's like, I'll tell you what, listen. I already hate him. What'd you say? I already hate him. Yeah, okay, let, I'll, let me find a video of him quick. Yeah, pull it up. I'm going to keep talking about yeah, this because do. here's the thing. I don't like when people like our age are like, I just love Polar Express. It's so cute. Dude, if you that. listen, you're, you're a weirdo. <laughs> you're a weirdo. Uh-huh. And if you, I get, if you have like kids or something, like it's like a kid movie, right? Um, yeah. But if you're like a grown adult without kids or any reason to watch Polar Express, you're a fucking weirdo. Dude, Go watch like there's there's so many Christmas movies, dude. <laughs> like there's so many other ones that are good and like even made for adults. Like Vacation, great example. Um, <laughs> if you're into Polar Express, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you're okay. a, you're a, you're a cereal eater. You eat cereal every morning. There's no question. You're a a Cheetos at the desk cereal for breakfast, motherfucker. Yeah, okay. This is going to be good. I'll show it to you. The video is titled The Polar Express, but it's just the annoying kid. Do you know what kind of train this is? Do you know what kind of train this is? Well, do you? Actually, it's a Baldwin 284S3 class Bercher type steam. L-E. What the heck does that mean? We're heading for the other side of the tracks. Him getting hit by the train. <laughs> oh, dude! <laughs> so, I know, I, I know this kid. He gets bullied. This he's kid a is tattle, he's a tattletale. Yeah. Yes, he is. For purposes of this, too, that's I mean, that's a good pick. Kid'll get you some points, but nobody wants to talk to him the whole time. He's sitting, giving out high fives to himself because everybody else is. Yeah. talking shit about him <laughs> but here's my other point with him is fuck the fact that his name's know-it-all why the why don't they have fucking names in that movie but also he's a guy that it's like family feud is a very just simple like these are simple answers right we're looking for yeah. we're looking for quick he's gonna get way too in depth like he's not going to be right that's gonna a get great too point specific. they'll be like all right name the fo- top five household pets that are um three letters and he won't say cat or dog he'll 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 like say some i don't know i can't even think of fucking japanese goldfish shit (laughs) (laughs) no he like that's a great point drew i'm with you on that he's gonna try to be like all smart guy and outthink the game uh uh-huh it's like too dumb of a game for him Mm -hmm. 
and and the and like fuck the fact he doesn't have an actual name. That's bad. And That's yeah, ridiculous. The produ- producers of Polar Express. Oh, no question. There's no question there. Um, all right. All right. So, all right. All right. We got Woodall from Polar Express as your second pick. James Snake Draft, you got two back-to-back here. Who are you adding to, uh, to your first overall Marv Merchant? Yeah, definitely. Um, this guy is just a different fellow, but I definitely thought for my second – pick here it would just be great for him to go into you know worst family feud pick buddy the elf uh will ferrell there i mean guy is just clueless he has no clue what's really going on in real life and the answers that i can imagine coming out of his mouth might be the dumbest shit that i've ever heard in my life (laughs) (laughs) i like i can just picture it you know why i like this pick so much too because everyone loves buddy the elf the guy's an idiot yeah, he's an idiot. And like, it, I get it. That's a pretty good feel-good Christmas movie. Like, I'm down with it. It's, it's a Will Ferrell. It's it's a good little family movie and all. But, but like, the dude's a rockhead. Uh, <laughs> he couldn't couldn't see him on my team, James. I'm glad he's not on yours, or he is on yours. But, <laughs> um, if you're playing to lose, he's a great pick. Uh, yeah, he's gonna he's just gonna like slurping syrup and shit on the side. It's just like, dude, come on. Yeah, he, exactly. Again, he, it's just like it's, – it's the game show. You, we're, we're playing Family Feud here. If you're playing – if you're having a snowball fight, he's your guy. If you're – Cannon for an arm, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Launches missiles. Oh, if, yeah. you're, if you're on like just Dancing with the Stars, missiles. he might be good at it. But not Family Feud, James. I'm 100% with you. Also, he's a big he, – he'd be a big me guy. That Well, he's not even going to know what the fuck to do. There's no snow. not to mention not to mention like him trying to do the buzzer when it's one-on-one with people like i think he might be one of the most uncoordinated people that i have missing (laughs) (laughs) he'd get like too worked up and just whip on the buzzer (laughs) start crying yeah oh he's a crier for sure he's 100 percent crier absolutely dude great point as well buddy the elf james who else do you got snake draft yeah, so my next pick, um, some people might know him, some people might not, but uh, Willie Stokes from Bad Santa. He is Santa Claus. Uh, Billy Bob Thornton, guy's just not going to be around for the draft. He's going to be <laughs> snorting cocaine off some hooker's butt in the background. There's no way he's going to be a part of everything. Hey, we're playing shorthanded tonight, guys. wasted. <laughs> Everybody's going to have to make up ground for him because he is just – way too busy with some midget stripper at that time dude that movie such is a good insane thing. and the fact <laughs> you nailed it on the head he's not gonna be there yeah drew's, I mean, drew's <laughs> starting out on the power play. Yeah, yeah. Hey, this is we're playing we're playing soccer here and somebody got a red card in the first minute i'm up i'm one man up the rest of the game he is uh and he's demanding that in like the green room, they're just stocking that thing full of marbreds. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Dude, I forgot about this guy. He, he gets <laughs> oh, that's a good he, Even even if he came out to try and answer any trivia questions, I mean, the guy would just be so wasted it wouldn't even make sense. So oh my God. there's just no way that he'd be a 
good pick to help the team. So uh, worst yeah. team, let's let's end not helping. He's like in life. When I think of the term shitbag, he's like the first person I think of. <laughs> yes. Yeah, is that that is, that is how you describe him. <laughs> He wears wife beaters and slip-on shoes and boxers through his house all day long. No question. Sig in his ear it's all the time. Look. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's got that thing on him. Um, <laughs> so that's an excellent pick. And, yeah, you're totally right, too. You're, you – that might win it alone because you know you're playing shorthanded. And if you want to lose, that's a great spot to be in. He's not going to be there. Um, I love it. All right, Drew. I believe two picks here. Two more. Two picks. My three and four. Yeah. So I didn't. I didn't mention this, but we're only going four picks. Four round draft here. Um, sure. So my third round. You know, I kind of feel bad because he's uh, he or she is in training in this movie, but I'm going with Chet from Santa Claus Two. Now Chet is the reindeer in training <laughs> in Santa Claus Two. <laughs> dude oh Uh, no that is a pull wow uh wow couple things with chet again i think he's a similar buddy the elf type thing where like one he he doesn't speak english and uh two uh, the scene where he's he's like he has worse running ability than bambi so it's not great. So like when you talk about getting to the buzzer in a timely manner, not going to happen. Also like there, it's just, his name's Chet. <laughs> like, it's, what, um... Why? <laughs> if you know, if you've seen the movie, if you know what we're talking about here, we're beating, like, here's the deal. We're beating around the bush. You have an idea of what Chet's issue is here. <laughs> <laughs> we're not gonna do it we're not gonna get into that on this podcast but no, we know not, what's but... what's going on here um and it, i mean i'll i'll say it i'll be the first to say it. he's a liability there's no question <laughs> he's a liability absolutely but the problem is is like and well he he apparently saves christmas at the end but not by his brains it's a it's a physical no. it was a physical ability thing and i just i, I can't have him on the team too like you said too much liability there yeah i mean yeah, it's a good pick. We'll I, can't, I can't. I can't. We have to leave it at that. Um, toughy. Great. All point. right. What's, what's your next? What's your next? Pick? All right. So, so my last pick. Um, still on the board here. I'm going with a character that I actually think would be very, very good at uh, at this game if he were trying. But I know for a fact it's wrong answers only out of this guy because he hates everyone. And I'm going with the Grinch. Um, the, the other, the other thing, the other problem with the Grinch is he is distraction central. Like he, he is, if somebody's answering up at the podium, he's finding a way to get that like hairy ass fucking finger of his just to like tickle it behind their ear as they're trying to answer the question. Just an absolute menace. He's a menace out there. He's trying to, he, again, he would be great if you're trying to lose. Because he'll be like, yeah, he'll 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 have the best answers that are always wrong. Yeah, like he'll and he'll intend. See, the thing with this is a unique pick because he has the smarts. He's smart. Probably get it right, but he's gonna like elect to not get it right exactly. on purpose. Yeah, yeah. exactly. He's that's a strong pick. It. That's a great anchor pick. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and I just clean up for your squad. I think he's a huge distraction. And hundred percent, dude. Is there? 
is there a character in a movie that's like okay that that's somewhat human-like again that's not human-like but his body dimension is human-like that is uglier than the Grinch when played by Jim Carrey no they did an excellent job with excellent that. job <laughs> I mean yeah it, it's tough to look at and Jim Carrey is the guy I mean I don't know anybody else that could play it like he did. No, oh, absolutely That's a great not. point. It I had mean, to be him. It had, <laughs> it to, be had him. to be Jim Carrey. I'll, I'll say this. My, like, I've said it before. My, in my top three, like, acting jobs by character played is Heath Ledger and the Joker, one, undoubtedly, and then Jim Carrey and the Grinch. Yeah, like, that's a, yeah. That's a character he just job. absolutely nailed. Yeah. It also like it, what a wild thing. He owns like a certain time of the year still. That movie was made so long ago and like everyone watches The Grinch every Christmas. Yeah, I think yeah. it was like 2000 that the Jim Carrey one was made. I mean the the story's Jeez. been around forever. But like yeah, it's that's 20 years yeah. now where he just absolutely owns it. I it's yeah. people like that way more in Christmas Vacation. Oh, he put Dr. Seuss in his back pocket with that performance. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Him and fucking he did. Red Rider BB gun put him right in their back pocket. Oh yeah. yeah. What's, oh, that, yeah. kid's, that, what's that kid's name in Christmas story? Ralphie. 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 Oh my um, God. His brother yeah. could mix himself into this draft. <laughs> <laughs> Left off. So far. God. James has got so one far, more. James has got one more. James, who's Mr. Irrelevant? Last pick of the draft. Yeah. Um, talk about irrelevant. Uh, we're going to go with Kate McAllister, who would uh, be the mother from Home Alone. I mean, <laughs> come on. How do you forget your goddamn kid at the house? How am I going to expect this woman to answer trivia questions if she can't even remember to pick up her own kid? I mean, not once, but twice, not once, but twice. There's a sequel. I mean, just how, I, I, it, it baffles me as to how you do, do you know, do you remember to wipe your own ass after you take a shit? That's my question <laughs> to Kate McAllister. James, I don't know if she knows her hoop from a hole in the ground. Um, <laughs> going, Drew, this actually ties in well to our, our what are we doing out here from last week with um, kids in public, Kate McAllister. Um, oh, God, yeah. Just losing her kids. Losing. Period. I mean, like, tough scene. Yeah. I, I actually, I, so I watched Home Alone 2, it was like two nights ago or whatever. Um, First, bring it up because I see it on Twitter all the time. What did <laughs> McAllister's dad do? Because <laughs> <laughs> that dude, <laughs> I mean, first of all, he was laying it down. Yeah, you, you have like eight kids. Or no, seven I mean, kids. He was seven, uh, seven and seven. <laughs> I think he might have been picking it up on the first and the 15th. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, here's why I say that because. Because in the second one, they're, they have this trip to uh, Florida. And then when they get there, they're staying in a motel. So, like, was it because he didn't have his credit card on him that they had to pick up a motel? But blah, 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 whatever. Story for another time. But the Kate <laughs> McAllister pick, uh, no composure. No composure. No composure. Right? She finds out she left the kid for a second time. It's like, you've done this before. You can't just <laughs> yell Kevin in an airport and pass out. <laughs> You got yeah, to read and react. I understand the first time you're like, oh, shit, we left the kid. But like the second yeah, time right. you're like, he made it through the last time. <laughs> we'll, just, we'll just make a couple calls. Exactly. And it, it, you know what it reminds me of the scenario is the Taken saga. Taken one, yeah. two, and three. 
okay, bitch, just stay in the house if it's just going <laughs> to happen all the time. Let's pack Kevin away first and put yeah, him in a goddamn yeah. suitcase the day before and make sure the little bastard makes it on the plane. <laughs> but no, she neglects to do that. And it's – she wouldn't help me. No, no, no. she wouldn't. She went, Kate was the, just so excited for vacation, just couldn't even fucking help herself. The The problem <laughs> is, is you got – you got Willie Stokes on the sidelines, like <laughs> one horny motherfucker, and two, he'll be like, "Kate, come on, just have a cigarette, let out the steam." You're like, you know, oh yeah, you're, you're stressed out, and she'll be like, "All right, fine, let's do it." She might not show up either. You might be double shorthanded. She yeah, might not. Five show on up. three, baby. I'm telling you, I the team that I assembled. I mean, you know, they might not show up. They're not That's good. The, <laughs> no, they're not good. We're not going, we're not going for <laughs> good, and they're not good. <laughs> I would love to watch this episode of Family Feud, though. What a riot. So, all right, so let's, let's come up with this as, a, as a three heads together here. Who's the host of this Christmas character hosting this to oh. make it the, just the biggest shit show on TV? Great, Twitter? great. Um, shit, that's really good. Um, mm. Can we dip into a, a non-used movie? Oh, um, I got one. Is, is, wait, is Willy Wonka, is that, isn't that around Christmas time? Yeah, I, th- I think it's like, I think. Do you have a pick? What? I was going to say the grandpa. Yeah, fuck that guy. <laughs> we hate that guy. We hate I hate it. that guy so much. But is, if, is that a leap to, oh, I got one. I got one. Yeah, yeah. What's the, um. Die Hard? Who's that guy? <laughs> Are you talking Bruce Willis? Bruce Willis in Die Hard. What's his, whatever his character's name Yeah, I can't think of his character name. He's like not I, yeah. funny. No bullshit kind of guy. No bullshit. Like it's okay. going to be like, it's like Steve Harvey's funny. That's what makes the show. Yeah. The Die Hard guy's not going to be funny. And that's for all you assholes who do the Die Hard's a Christmas movie. <laughs> yeah, fuck, dude. All the dads, it's like, just chill out, man. Like, we get it. It's fine. Like, it's like an action movie that you can enjoy and whatever. Yeah, during Christmas. Uh, maybe that would be good. What, what I like that one. Mean? I like that. Yeah, because I think you got to have somebody that's just a no bullshit. Like, right, if Red Four, if, if that 70s show was a, was a Christmas theme or a Christmas movie and Red Foreman was in it, he'd be perfect for it. I was going to say... Uh, Ralphie's dad from the Christmas story. He's a no bullshit uh, kind of guy. That's not yeah. a bad one either. You know what I was going to go with? This is an odd uh, pull from here, but have you guys seen uh, Daddy's Home 2 with Mark uh, Wahlberg, Will Ferrell? I've seen like oh, I have the first seen one. That, actually. Yeah, yeah. Mel Gibson, one, <laughs> Mel Gibson is uh, Mark Wahlberg's dad, and he was this astronaut and just a no bullshit kind of guy. I mean, takes the kids out hunting mom says no type of thing let's do it let's do it the woman uh-huh. should be in the kitchen type of guy uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh yeah like i think that's the role though like he has to be like super like hardo no bullshit type guy to just like ruin the whole show yeah or you could go buddy the well if we're sticking in the same movie movie buddy the elf's actual dad <laughs> what he's just like old as dirt and just like whatever no, oh, no, never mind. No, but no, the, you're right. The human dad, he's a no bullshit. Hey, kind of, yeah, he's around. a he's how a about big, uh, uh, how about that Curtis kid from Santa Claus? I thought about that too. His <laughs> little poof, his little poof hat is is that is Curtis in Santa Claus not the Christmas version of Beans from 
Uh, <laughs> even <laughs> Stevens. <laughs> yeah. It's uh did Curtis Loser. Yeah, that for sure, Al. That's the pick, dude. Curtis, man. Curtis. Curtis is out there. Curtis. Moderator or the and because even better yet, he's better than the Hardo because Curtis will like try to make jokes that just don't land at all. (laughs) No one's laughing, and he like he's trying to be funny, silly guy, and it's just not. Buddy the Elf is on the floor, belly laughing, but that's it. (laughs) Yeah, that's. Yeah, him and Chet will be having a grand old time up there. Okay. Um I love it. These are bad. These are bad. <laughs> uh we're not gonna recap, are we? We're no, done we're with good. recaps. We're good on that. Good. Uh, Let's get into what are we doing out here and and Al, I'll let you take this one away. Okay. I got I got one. And they, and this is recent because of what happened this past week in the NFL. Um, the Raiders beat the Jets on like a last second touchdown. And the what are we doing out here is going to be just coaches basically just giving the shit interviews after games or just in general. Um, my example is like a lot of NFL coaches try to act like Bill Belichick. And everyone knows Belichick gives like big time non-answers. He's just not going to give the media anything ever. And that's his thing. He is like the main guy to do that. So he can own it and it's fine when he does it. I don't like when coaches try to mimic that. And when reporters are asking fair questions and people are just giving like dog shit answers because they're upset. And there's basically just being a big baby. What are we doing out here, dude? It's part of your job. So Mm -hmm. the example, the example that I brought up that made me think of this is Adam Gase was asked some questions uh, after the loss, basically like, what happened out there? And he's like, we, we lost the game. And it's <laughs> no, like, dude, yeah, like, like, what else? <laughs> like, like, and then, and then they followed it up. They're like, you know, cause the D coordinator ran like an all out blitz and the Raiders beat him over the top on a pass and like zero coverage. Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, did you talk to, did you talk to Greg? Who's the D coordinator? He's like, did you talk to Greg? And he's like, yeah, I just talked to him. It's like, dude, okay, like, the reporter's basically asking what the fuck happened out there. Like, why did you just lose on a walk-off touchdown in a situation you absolutely shouldn't have? Yeah. He's giving you – the reporter's giving you the benefit of the doubt, Coach Gacy. So – or Gase, whatever. Gase. Like, is it? Okay. Um, yes. But, like, don't give a non-answer. You're the one who fucked up. Yeah. You messed right, up. I'm gonna, Stand up there and answer the question. I'm going to play that clip. I just found it. Yeah, yeah. I think if I time it up. Wait. Mm, Now we're just not working. All right, here we go. Have you talked to Greg about since the game ended about his thoughts? I just talked to him. Did he explain his thought process? Did he explain his thought process? That's it. Dude, <laughs> like, yeah, he explained it. Then it's just silent. Dude, like, that's dog shit, man. You have to sit up there and wear it. Your players have to sit up there and wear it, and so do you. You messed up. Okay, and like, that's those are not bad questions. Now, I'll I'll back up 
I'll back up some of the coaches and players sometimes in these interviews. Sometimes reporters ask questions where you're like, are you stupid? Like, what are you, are you writing a kid's book or what? Yeah. I mean, ask yeah. a question that yeah. they want to answer. They don't want to answer any of them. But in this situation, like, did you talk to Greg? That's a legitimate question because that was a, a, a play call that not, I, I guarantee you he's the only defensive coordinator in the league that would have done that. That's probably why. Yeah, it was super questionable. Oh, and 12. But like, you can leave that answer is, yes, I just talked to him. We haven't quite figured out what the, why we, or why we did that. But like, give more than I just talked to him. And then when he says, yeah. he said, what, I forget even what the second part was. Or, or if you're trying to keep secrets of the team, tell the reporter that. Like, I talked to him. There's a plan behind it. We're not going to get into it here. But there's a reason we did what we did. It just didn't work out. Yeah. Like, or. I'm, I'm a 27-year-old who's never coached a game at any level, and I just figured out how to answer the media's question better than you. Yeah, and, and yeah. you are – like, the college players are not paid to answer these questions. So if a college player comes out and it's, like, pissed off, has bad – that's immaturity and whatever, like, right? You're not – they're not expected to do that. They're not – Totally being, different. They're not yeah. – they don't sign a scholarship or – you know, their letter of intent to be like, I'm here to do interviews. That's not what they do. Now the coach who's being paid does NFL coaches. That is part of like, you have to go do that in the NFL. The first thing they do in every press conference is read off the injury list from what the game, like that's protocol. It's just a yeah. part of it. Yes. See, so you have my to do thing, that interview. My thing too, is that buddy, you're Owen 12. What do you have to lose by going out there and just ripping him? Cause Lord knows your whole coaching staff, including yourself is probably going to be gone after this season. Rip into Greg a little bit or something like say <laughs> something. don't point, just be dude. a goddamn robot. Like what, what could you say that's going to get you fired other than your record says Owen 12 already. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck Greg was thinking. Maybe you guys should ask him after this because I have no fucking idea. That's why we're on 12 and I'm running this goddamn franchise and nothing's happened. I mean, it's, I love it. That's where you just take an opportunity and kind of run with it. Cause hey, you it's take your shot. ridiculous. What, what, what are you being a crybaby about? Like it's shut. I think up. that's my biggest point. It just makes you just look like the biggest bitch ever dude. And you know who, you know where I get this from mainly though? Is Zimmer does it all the time. He try, yeah. Zimmer wants to be Belichick so bad, dude. Yeah. When he what because like Zimmer, they'll be like, What are your goals for the week? Or like, again, perfectly fine question. Like, basically what they're asking is like, are you gonna try to use Delvin? Are you gonna try to, you know, target Thielen more? Like, what are your goals? What are you trying to do this week to help you win the game? That's basically what they're asking. And then Zimmer responds with some bullshit like, Well, if we're gonna try to win. And it's like, shut the fuck up, dude. Like, no shit, man. Like, come on. You can what? answer that question and not give away secrets. Exactly. Yeah. And here's who, the thing. So, it's, the, it's the NFL. They know your secrets already. <laughs> yeah, who, yeah. What would you rather have? So a guy, a guy that does, you know, what Gase did or a type like a, a Sean McVay that does the whole John Gurdon thing where he just over explains and over analyzes everything and feeds you these bullshit answers that he just comes up with every week that's the same thing regardless of the questions that are asked them you know yeah we just got to go out there and we got to be better we're a great team we got to put it together you know at the end of the fourth and we'll put something up yeah well no shit if you score points and you score more than the other team you're gonna win but <laughs> where, where somewhere what's that in common, <laughs> yeah, yeah what's yeah, yeah. the common ground there like who's a, who's a coach the that would be on that 
that middle ground. I think Tomlin's always kind of told it how it is. Like, he's pretty good at that. Yeah. Like, he's called out the media for being dumb before. He's also given, like, pretty in-depth answers. Um, Shanahan. Even, like, in, or no, Shanahan, Shanahan, yeah. Is it? He, yeah. No, he does. For yeah. the Niners, he's, he's, he does a good job. Andy oh. Reid when he's not farting. <laughs> or, or has a cheeseburger in his mouth. <laughs> I don't know if that's him farting or him trying to breathe because I know that man is struggling. That's it's a the same thing. <laughs> yeah, no, James, that's a good point. Like, you can get the over-analyzed portion too, and it's kind of like, like if you're going to look college football aspect, it's PJ Fleck, right? Where you're like, yeah. oh my god, I, I, enough of that. But I watched a, a Tom Herman interview after their game last week, in which they lost, and the reporter asked questions and. Dude, the stereotypical, like, well, we're just looking ahead to next week. If you use that line more than once in an interview, you're trying to be Harry Hardo and it's not working. Like, that's it's not, what I mean. It's not yeah. authentic. That's the Belichick thing, though. He's like, it's, like, it's authentic for Belichick. Right. Cause like they win by 40. And they're like, what did you think of the game today? He's like, Ronda Miami. And it's like, that's badass because you're Bill Belichick and that's what you do. Yeah. You're like, he's like, are, yeah, and you know he actually is, though, too. That's the difference. Belichick already is looking ahead. In his mind, it's already on to next week, no matter what. Yep. But you know that Tom Herman's going to go home and cry to his wife because he can't fucking revive Texas. Yeah. Like the easiest place. <laughs> by the way, like the easiest place ever to win games. Like the most fertile recruiting ground. Like you're never going to lose. Major, major backing. Yeah, you're never going to lose backing. Yeah. You don't have to go out of state. That that would be the biggest thing. You don't have to go out of state to pull together a whole recruiting class. I mean, if they just took kids all from Texas, they would still be, you know, ranked at least every year because Texas football is just ridiculous, high school football. Like, for Tom Herman, that's a perfect example, Drew, because, like, he should have to go just wear it when he sucks at his job. Like, he has – you have no excuse to not win there and be successful. Yeah, like, it's think, entirely on the coach. I think he does for the, the most part. The support is there. It was just that one. And, and actually, Kirk Herbstreet made a good, like, a pretty good call about this. He's like, if I'm him, dude, I'm leaving. Like, that's a, it, it's, a, it's an easy place to win, you would think. But if you don't, it's probably the toughest place to lose in. That's also – that's so, a fair so, point, too, because you're, you're reporting to, like, nine Jerry Joneses. Like those are your bosses. Yes. And, and, and like, aside from that, I, it was just that interview where like, dude, come on, uh, address the elephant in the room. And, and that's the thing where it's like, I, I, I don't call it an elephant in the room. Call it like it is. Everybody knows it's there. So address yeah. it and address it in a matter of fact that you would, if you were, you know, sitting down with people inside the organization you don't need to tell secrets, but like address it as the fact of this is the matter at hand and here's how we're going to do it. It'll be more likable. And maybe I'm just like, maybe because obviously I've never done it before. And maybe these guys just get so tired of interviews. I'm sure they do. Right. But again, like it's still Absolutely. a part of the job, Absolutely. right? Like I get tired of making sales calls, but that's my job. They're so getting like, paid. To do it. They're getting paid to do these interviews. I, I, pro I would guarantee it's in their contract. Yeah. But I guess like, I mean, and, and the other thing at the end of the day too, like, there's a playbook for this. There's everyone knows like the stereotypical border boilerplate answers for a lot, for most questions you'll ever be asked. Yep. Like if you really don't feel like talking that day, just refer to those and then you can get by and call it a day and it's fine. And it's like widely accepted. It's just a bunch of non-answers basically. 
but don't right. do the whole like, you know, uh, you know, I'm not gonna answer that question. We're on to next week, like that shit. Yeah, it's like, it's, dude, what are we doing? Come on. Well, it, there's a there's a way around it. There's just there's a, a play on yeah. words to get yourself out of answering the question completely. It's just like you know, that's something that we haven't addressed yet, and and I want to talk to our staff about that before we kind of come out publicly with it. Like, to go back to the Adam Gase one, that dude. He is dead man walking, and he has it all over his face. Like, yeah, dude, well, he, I, he honestly started <laughs> – he, he might have been on the verge of tears in that interview or he, that press conference. It was know, terrible. I, I, so I looked up when I pulled up that thing. All the other post-game press, pressers that he has are, like, 10 minutes. That one was five. He oh, probably dude, that guy – So fast. He had to go pack his bags. Yeah. Hey, that guy was, is a weirdo. Who was the guy for the Vikings that fumbled the – muffed the punt last week? Maybe. BB. Okay. Oh yeah. I need. I gotta see if I can find this again. Um, this kind of goes on the whole like being a baby. I hate Paul Allen. I hate Paul <laughs> Allen with a passion. <laughs> he is a weird dude. I tell you what. I listen to K fan all the time, and I hate. Oh my. The stuff that comes out of his mouth is just. Oh, dude. I will say this. I. Because he is so out there and ridiculous, like that dude drank all of the Kool-Aid and has been drinking, <laughs> continues to drink all of the Kool-Aid. And like, I almost love him for it because of how ridiculous he is. Like that dude is so ride or die Vikings. Like, he's so like totally oblivious to what reality is with that team that I almost have to respect it. <laughs> yeah. He- the- <laughs> He, he definitely gets into it, and the thing that I like about him is he just kind of says, like you're saying, the first thing that comes to his mind and how he – when Cam Dancer got beat on that touchdown, Cam Dancer, what are you doing? Yeah. Oh, on TV. <laughs> yeah. You know, most local, you know, radio stations like that, you know, that's just not a smart play by the Vikings defense, would, would never call out, you know, the player, whatever. Paul Allen doesn't give a damn. He, I like a, it. I like it because he's watching as a fan. Okay, I was just gonna say that he's a Vikings fan with a microphone in front of him. In, Dude, it's in, funny. There's a microphone between him and the TV, yeah, right? And that's it's recording. All. That's what. He that's did. all. But uh, I gotta. Maybe we'll save it for next week. Just the what are we doing out here for Paul Allen to put him on the barbecue? But it was him, like him, his reaction to the muffed punt, and then his reaction two minutes later to the touchdown. And it's just like, dude, fuck. Like, you can't be that pessimistic about being a Vikings fan and, like, that close to committing suicide and then, like, flip it around as the radio host of the <laughs> dude, he, dude, it's Paul Allen, though. And, that, and he's, like, the only person in the world that can be like that. And I actually, like, this is one that we disagree on, Drew, because I love it. And do I think he's, like, good at his job, like, objectively? Not really. But I get a fucking kick out of it. I think it's hilarious. Have you heard, like, his clips of when Brett Favre threw the pick in 09? No. On air, he's just like, no, you can't do that. This isn't week three against Detroit, man. This is the Super Bowl. He's <laughs> 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 just, like, going nuts. Dude, I think it's so- – because everyone else was saying it, too. Like, I think it's hilarious. It's tw- – like, his whole shtick is that he's unprofessional, and that's, like, the point of it, I think. Um Hawk yeah. Harrelson for the White Sox. The White Sox guy. He's oh, the yeah. same way. He's yeah. like the same way for the White Sox. It's just like super out there and bombastic about it. 
Uh, yeah, I, I could say like, I don't know. He, he is the whole K fan thing to me. Sometimes it's just like, you guys got to, you guys got to <laughs> cheer up a little bit. Fucking <laughs> hey. Dude, they, I think the thing with the Viking, like with K fan and the Vikings and everything is, you know, the guys that do all the broadcasting and, you know, that are on air for Minnesota sports stuff, they're truly genuine and that's how they are outside of their job. Other sports casters, I feel like they're super kind of set back. They're a completely different person on the radio. And that's, I think that's the cool thing about Paul Allen and, you know, when uh, good old Burt Blylevin oh was still around. Oh, fuck him, dude. <laughs> they're, they're the problem with the Twins. You have a young and exciting team, like setting records for home runs last year, and not one was even like – if you were listing – if you're listening to the game from their broadcast but not watching it, of what? How many home runs did they hit? 200? Like two years ago. I thought it was 308 or something. Or whatever yeah, it was. Something like that. Like, I bet you maybe 50 of those you knew for a fact off the bat that it was gone because they reacted as in, like, that's a no-doubter. The other ones were Dude. like, that one's going deep and somebody's giving chase. Out of here, three decks up. You're like, <laughs> you didn't know that was going out right away. Like that's watch. Dude, I, I'm going to say this. Dick Bremer is a watcher. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that guy loves watching. He, um, no, my, my, le- but he also gets it wrong, Drew. Like the total inverse. We're so far off topic, but that's fine. The that's inverse. Fine. We're just, we're just rolling until I find this video. <laughs> <laughs> You're still looking. The inverse yeah, dude, of. so the- funny. Dude, the inverse of what Dick Bremer does, though, like, on actual home runs that are clear as day, he does on, like, routine flyouts. He'll be like, and Mikel Sano, he gets under it. It's a drive to left. And the left fielder trots in under it for the third out. It's like, <laughs> yeah. what? Like, he You're can't. Like, I ruined my day. Ball? Like, how? <laughs> Dude, and then, yeah, I don't know, man. And then you have, like, Burt Blylevin, who just, like, thinks fart jokes are funny. And he's it, like... <laughs> He's a loser. Roy Smalley's <laughs> also a loser. Um, who else? Oh, Jack Morris, who like does part-time broadcast for a rival within the division, is also <laughs> a loser. Yes. By the that's another one, dude. Jack Morris pitched one good fucking game, and we just treat him like he's god. You don't get a lifelong. And he acts like for, he is. Yeah, he does. He yeah, dude. He can't fucking believe every single start when Barrios doesn't go nine innings. They're not doing it anymore, man. So quit asking. Nobody's They're doing not it. Gonna. You know, like, you know why you could go nine innings, Jack? Because you threw eighty-three. That's why. Yeah, they throw exactly. ninety-nine miles an hour, and their arm is about to get ripped out of their socket. Like, that's why they can't go nine, man. I'm all worked up about that. I can it. talk I about the Twins broadcast forever. I need to find this video. It's so. Oh, I was crying laughing. But I don't know if I'm going to. We'll save That's it for BB. next week. Well, it's BB. And then, yeah, it's Paul Allen's reaction. It says, here's, oh, here we go. Uh, one last comment, unless you guys got something to say. No. James, your K fan personalities. Mark Parrish, <laughs> get rid of the hockey shtick. Oh, like, dude. Like, Mark Parrish is a fella. He, he's kind of funny <laughs> in it, but he still acts. When they ask him how the wild are doing, he thinks he's in a post-game interview. 
and just got done blocking 12 shots. (laughs) Dude, like have a little excitement. The show is the show is made by Chris Hockey and his personality. And he's like the only cool guy there, right? I I I appreciate Corey Cole. Corey (laughs) Cole's job is to be an asshole and he's very I'm fine with him. I'm fine with him. I think I love meat sauce just because he's an idiot. I love meat sauce just because he is just a absolute brickhead. I mean I should have put him if he was in a Christmas movie, I would have put him on my team because that guy is sometimes dumber than a box of cat shit. Uglier, uglier than the cringe. Oh my god. That guy, here's my thing with him, is, like, he tries, he tries to be, like, the young, cool guy, and it's, like, in reality, you're, like, a fat 35-year-old, like, <laughs> clean it up. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah. Tough. Well, there goes any perspective of ever having a chance of one of those guys on the show. <laughs> oh, I'm sure they'll go back and listen to our Dirk Nowitzki episode here, 41. 41. Um, yeah. But, uh... Yeah, I don't know. Back to the coaches thing. Like little personality is all all we're asking yeah. for. Yeah. It's like you care. And, not, be a robot. And, and don't tell me your personality is the monotone guy. I watch you on the sideline slam your headset and scream at players. Like your personality has a little fire behind it. Yeah. Adam Gase eat a dick. Fired. <laughs> is he? Greg Williams was. Is, is did Adam Gase get fired too? No, they know that his contract's so shitty that they can just continue to pay him to keep Dude, losing. Greg, Greg Williams, by the way, like that guy. I've heard he's fucking, a piece of shit. He is. He's the bounty gate guy with the Saints when they yep. tried to like kill Brett Favre, and then he's done it like multiple times elsewhere. Just a scumbag, dude. Football guy. <laughs> Idiot. <laughs> Idiot guy is what he is, dude. Yeah. Just a zero blitz on back-to-back plays to lose. Not good. I mean, again, if, if they were trying to lose the games, he made it look very good like they were trying to win it. <laughs> <laughs> For like four he's a, he's a and showman. three quarters, quarters. Yeah, he's a yeah. showman. All right, well, shall we wrap it up? Yeah. yeah. Nick Bremer's a watcher. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I just got one last thing to say, and that would be go Browns. Let's go. Oh. Nine and three. All Anybody right. else feeling dangerous because I am. Ooh. So Baker guy. I like the bra I like Baker Mayfield. I do. He gets a lot of shit, but I like everybody him. hates on him. Oh, he's so cocky, blah blah blah. Hey, whatever. I mean, he's about to bring the Browns to the playoffs. Granted, he hasn't been the best the duration of the year. But he stepped up against the eight and three Titans and uh, threw for th- almost three fifty. Like eleven, four, like, so. like eleven TDs and one interception. In I'm the dude. I'm down yeah. with Baker Mayfield. I don't really care for Odell. He's really talented, but I don't really like him. And I'm and I also I like Nick Chubb, but don't like Kareem Hunt. Yeah, Kareem I mean they've like got they've got some the- they've got some issues. You know, Kareem Hunt kicking people in the face, and Odell Beckham likes to get shit on. But if that brings oh, us dude, to nine yeah. and three, then you know what it is. What it is, take a dookie on the chest for a TD in the end zone. <laughs> I guess. Ow, Kareem Hunt. Ow, what? Ow. what? What? <laughs> you can't just say Odell. <laughs> and act like you didn't. <laughs> I always tell him Odell, dude. <laughs> Yarvis <laughs> and Odell. Oh, sick. God. 
Alrighty. Well, yeah. So go Browns. Go out and vote with sure. some integrity. Um, Al will be back voting again. He's tanking though. So two more Can't chances wait. to tank for Al. Him and him and Greg are good buddies. I have to already have first pick next year. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Hell yeah. The, yeah, it'd be easy one. That's huge. Trevor Lawrence draft. Mm-hmm. How you doing? All right, that is who's picks it anyway. Episode forty-one, Dirk Nowinski episode. Shout out Dirk, shout out Turnaround Jumper, shout out Mike Policano. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll wrap it up there. Mike, if you're listening, enjoy a, enjoy a bottle of tequila tonight on us. Ta-ta. All right. Thank you.